Hi, and welcome to episode 106. Intuition, the ultimate resource in our business. But when does it hold us back? Usually it is when we judge our intuition. How do we judge our intuition? It's how we judge ourselves and what other people are saying. So let's get into it. Hi, my name is Catherine Mahoney and I'm passionate about intuition, business, and living your best life and helping you navigate the ups and downs of the wild ride we call life. I'm an entrepreneur, intuitive advisor dedicated to guiding others to success, winning national awards in business and leadership and featured in MSNBC, USA Today, and the Business Journal, just to name a few, speaking to audiences just like yourself. I teach successful business leaders in honing their intuition, creating certainty, and taking aligned action. I'll give you a straight talk with humor. Business, intuition, and mindset are just a few of the topics we discuss here. Be ready for fun, insightful journey with me. Reveal hidden secrets, be challenged and inspired. This is the Clearly Catherine podcast. Before we start, I wanted to let you know that we can have a live conversation about the topics in the podcast, any questions you have, or just have a great conversation live on the new Wisdom app. Check out the Wisdom app. Link in the notes below. Judging your intuition. Now that sounds a little odd and crazy, does it not? But, you know, that's what this podcast is about. Being a little odd, coming at things from a totally different direction. Because I like to shake it up a little bit. Helps to look at things differently. And that's why I wanted to talk about judging our intuition. We are in such a data-driven world, a need to have the facts. What proof do you have? Not only are others asking us that, but we ask ourselves that as well. When we make a decision, we like to look at what information do we have to back up our decision, to support our decision. It's not always because we need to present it to someone else, but sometimes just to give ourselves the strength for that decision. But when intuition is our key source, resource, I should say, for our decision making to give us that magical edge, I like to say, we can often judge what comes through. How does this happen and what does it look like? Well, when we first get a thought of our intuition, let's say, for example, that it is someone that we're going to do business with, whether a new partner, a big client, we're going to collaborate. But our intuition is like, mm, this isn't quite the right match. Person is good, a good friend, check marks on every list of perfection on our piece of paper that we have, our wants and needs. And we convince ourselves, like, you know, this is a good person. I know them. They've been recommended. They meet every little checkbox. So you begin to judge your intuition. The judging begins often with, I'm not really sure what I'm doing, so I need a partner. So it's me because I need this person. Or maybe you don't feel like you understand enough of the information in front of you. Or... There was something that just keyed off a little different. Maybe a word they said or the way they presented wasn't quite in line with what you wanted to do, but you kind of brush it off and say, we haven't really gotten into it fully. Once we're both on the same page, it'll, it'll be fine. You make all these judgment calls on your intuition. You judge it. So what happens is we, we move into this relationship. I say we in this because 
I have yet to meet a person who has not done this in their personal life or in their business life where they ignore their intuition going, uh, no, but you still move ahead with this relationship. And later it comes out and you're like, oh, I knew that wasn't the place to go. We didn't take our intuition as the factual information, as the data point. Instead, we allowed the data points to override it and we judged our intuition saying, well, you know, I don't know if that's the right thing to do because all the information, this piece of paper in front of me where I checked off all the boxes and this this person recommended them. So my intuition isn't right. And this is where we begin this judgment process. So what happens in other circumstances where we judge our intuition? And if you get images, I don't know if you ever get the image of something or the words that are so loud in your mind, it's almost like you hear something in your head and you begin to create a story behind it, judging what the meaning is based on what you want it to say, what you think the information is about, instead of just taking it as an is and sitting with it a little bit, making a notation of it if you don't know immediately off the bat what it means. For example, as an outsourced intuitive for companies and leaders, I give information of images I see, words that I come across, how I physically feel. Sometimes I'll get, you know, pains or vibrations like in my throat or on my tongue, like this is a speaking event. And if it doesn't hit with them right away, it doesn't trigger them and go, ooh, I know what that means, then I try my hardest not to put too much story behind it because I may be judging it off my own experience or my assumptions. I have a lot of business experience in in advising companies. So I can start to put that. So I try to be very careful not to put too much story behind it and judging what the information is. Trying to interpret and judge. And even when I get just maybe a yellow box or a cloud or the sun that I'm careful not to put judgment on even what I see. Oh, that's sunshine. Maybe it's not and I have to sit with it a little bit longer and be more open to understand that it is a bigger picture with more information behind it. And so when you get this information, especially when it comes in images or words, relaxing into it a little bit before you put judgment, assumptions, because we can quickly assume, oh, sunshine, it means it's a good thing. But if you sit a little bit longer, which happens to me, if I sit a little bit longer, me, I will have clouds that come up and that covers the sun. So what does that actually mean? But if I judge it as it is right away and make the assumptions and start making a story behind it, it can take me down the wrong path. So the idea of judging our intuition, judging whether it's right or wrong, judging what it's supposed to be, judging it because you don't have immediate data behind it, making assumptions of what it can mean, putting too much story behind it can lead you on the off-roading path instead of following the beautiful path where each stone is lit up where you take the next step. And if we judge whether or not, ooh, is that lit up quite right? I'm not really sure. That seems like an awkward way to go. 
that stone doesn't seem big enough, we begin to judge what the stone is, what the lighting is, whether it's different, maybe it comes through differently. We are negating our intuition. And if we negate it, then we are pinching that off. We are saying that resource is not important. Intuition is the most important resource that we have in our lives, especially in our business, because we talk about business intuition here. So we're going to focus on this being the most important resource that you have. Because when we take our intuition as the top number one resource, create an environment, create a acknowledged, open environment where we can talk about intuition, we begin as a business community to become more efficient, higher productivity, better decision making, we're more decisive, we save money, and we open up a whole world of innovation creativity that takes us to a whole new level. But if we slow it down with judging it, creating the wrong story behind it, overanalyzing it, not accepting the intuitive message as it is, as it is given, percolating on it, letting it soak in, then it is a missed opportunity. And in business, we don't like to miss opportunities. So how do we get more opportunities with our intuition? We stop judging it. It's time to stop judging intuition and what role it plays and and trying to identify the difference between intuition and instinct. There isn't. Intuition, think of it as that all-encompassing word of all these gut instinct and messages from spirit, all of these different words, identifiers we use. Intuition encompasses all of this. So if we break it down into just intuition, the knowing, the images that we get, or when we can recognize an image right away as being, that's the image, yes, we got it, to a word that pops in your head, the right way to say something, almost like it's being said in your mind, and a physical reaction to an event or someone we meet, that's intuition. And when we follow our intuition, We embrace the information that we are given. Intuition is giving us that direction, that opening, that opportunity. But if we begin to judge it, if I judge it, if you judge it, any of us begin to judge it and make a story behind it, we stall out. We go the wrong way. We will be redirected back, but we lose efficiency. We lose productivity and we stumble along in the dark for a bit until intuition goes, all right, all right, you've had enough fun. Let's get back onto the road here. And the light comes on for the next step ahead of us. The judgment, the story is this intuition. What does it mean? What is it saying? Because all the data I have is saying the opposite. How I feel. Like my emotions, sometimes we get into that high emotion of like, I really want it so bad or "Ooh, I'm so afraid. We ignore that intuition of like, it's okay or no, don't go. Often it is more of we're overexcited and over wanting something 
We so deeply want something. We're almost desperate for it. We're desperate for it. We will begin to override our intuition. We will judge our intuition saying, mm, yeah, that's fear because I desperately want this. So I know because I feel I want this so badly that when my intuition says, mm, hold off a little bit, I'm going to judge it and go, no, that's just fear. That's not it. And then when we find out later, don't, I should have followed that. Then we look back and go, ah, oh, why did I do that? I judged my intuition again. You know, you're always going to have a point when you judge your intuition, but it's not about that. It's about recognizing as soon as possible that you are judging your intuition. It's recognizing when you went a little off-roading or you lost the needle in the haystack and you can't find your intuition anymore. You pile so much up on it. It will come back. It will show up. The path will light up again. But the sooner that you recognize that you put judgment on it, you've layered it with all this other information, the quicker you can find that path again, the quicker it will light up and you will recognize it. See, the ultimate goal is about identifying your intuition as quickly, efficiently as possible and taking action. The idea is to recognize as quickly as possible that you overlaid, you override, you ignored your intuition and readjust. It's not about being perfect every single time. It's not about spending hours trying to figure out, oh my gosh, which is the intuition, which is, isn't. It's about practicing and identifying when you judged and ignored it, put it aside, pinched it off. And when you took action and followed it and what happened. And that's why I think it's important to, to keep track of it, especially when you're first acknowledging intuition, especially in your business. Now, you may know right away, but maybe some of your team don't. And so creating a system where you can recognize what does the intuitive feeling feel like? What did it tell you? What did you override it with? Why did you override it? And where did that lead you? Because the more that you recognize that, the quicker that you can go, wait, I'm ignoring my intuition. My first thought was not to do this. I need to follow that. Or my first thought was I need to go and call George Smith right away. I ignored it for a day. I need to follow up with that. Why didn't I do that? We need to follow those moments when it strikes us. And when we begin to follow that, that's when things open up. That's when things change. That's when opportunities blossom. Because in business, we like our opportunities. And missed opportunities, not the best thing. The nice thing is, when we follow our intuition, we get back on the path. The path will light up for us. It's always there. The path never went away. It's just we went a little off-roading on our own. We're like, hey, I'm going to give this a go. And you decide to go a little off-roading for a bit. We need that to build experience and understanding and to be able to say, oh, there's my intuition over there. I need to get back on the main road again. That will happen throughout our lives. Don't expect perfection. Don't expect to be 100% every single time following your intuition. Do the best that you can. The best that you can means recognizing as soon as you possibly can when you're not following your intuition when you are following your intuition. Because the sooner you do that, the sooner you can move to the next lit up intuitive 
stone on the pathway head. Because intuition is the major, most important resource in your business. And who doesn't want more efficiency, productivity to save a little money, more creativity, innovation, and better communication in their business? So take your intuition as it is when it shows up. Don't create a story. Don't judge it based on the data that you have. Allow your intuition to be the message that comes to you just as it is. And you never know where that might take you. So keep it simple. Be at ease with yourself and allow intuition to light the path. Now I want to remind you that we can talk live. That is real time live together. Have a conversation about the topics in the podcast, about business, about mindset, about intuition on the app Wisdom, which you'll find in the notes. I look forward to having a conversation with you. Thanks for listening to the Clearly Catherine podcast. If you love the show, share it with a friend, the more the merrier, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.